Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Have I told this story before? I don't think so. Is this when somebody shoved his dick up your ass? Like in a no. very... No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Suddenly but... enough, that story always sticks in my mind. Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Welcome to our first Love Bites episode of 2022. So exciting. We don't have a hugely fun fact. What I do have, Laura, is a message to all our Love Bites fans that May 2022 be the year that you seize the fucking day, do whatever you want, throw that dating rule book out of the window and just be your goddamn self and do what Lisa does and show up as yourself. And if someone doesn't want it, they are not worth bothering about. If someone thinks you're too keen because you're messaging, they are not worth it. And that's my message. Oh, that just like give me fanny flutters. Did it? Oh. Yeah, it made me feel very emotional and I am definitely not planning an emotional um, (laughs) episode today, but that was really lovely. And Fiona, do you know what? That'll resonate with people on so many levels. People that are out there seeking love and people that are also out there trying to forge better relationships with themselves as well. And I just want to reiterate that the importance of showing up in a relationship and showing your authentic self from the get-go, but let that apply to every single element of your life. Like there is only one Fiona Wishart, there is only one Laura Rooney, and if people cannot take that for flaws and all, then absolutely fuck them. So Fiona, love that message. (laughs) Fuck them, not fuck you guys though, we love you guys. No, we love you And we love hearing from you, I cannot convey how much Fiona and I love hearing from you. If I've said it once, I'm going to continue to say it because we mean it from the bottom of our hearts. Talk to us, message us, shoot the breeze with us, tell us your crack, drop us a DM on Love Bites Podcast underscore on Instagram. We are here for you as you have been here for us and we love every single one of you listening to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And May 2022 be your fucking year. 
I think it needs to be the year of fuck yes. That's the year. Fuck yes nobody, and get a lot nobody, of dick. Yeah. Oh, oh that's like your dog no. or mine. It's mine, it's mine. Holly! Shut up, oh God. Make 2022 be the year that you fuck it, get a lot of dick, and finally Laura and Fiona can do a proper podcast without a dog barking, without emails going off. <laughs> Fiona, I, I thought, think people would be really I think people would be really concerned if you and I had an overly curated and crafted and professional podcast. I think people would just worry about us. Like I think this gives us our edge. I know, right? It was so funny when I was on a get when I was a guest on um, Unhinged and Bumbled Up one time. I think I mean I'm sure you can hear her in the background. I'm so sorry. Oh yes. it's fine. But she's just parking <laughs> it passes by. Um I had a cough and um hang on, let me just shut the door. The reason why, I've, the reason why I've got the door open in the first place, because I'm so worried the internet's going to go, because that's also been our floor. And um, I had this cough on on the podcast, and he said he had to edit it so many times. I'm like, fucking hell! I don't think we can do that because there are because so of a many cough? things. Yeah. Oh my god. And we would be there all day. And do you know what I would like to actually really ask anybody that's technologically advanced? If there's a, an issue with the router. Does keeping the door open make a difference? Does closing yes. the door impede Wi-Fi connectivity? Because I feel like I do that, but I don't know if that's complete fallacy that doesn't actually exist. Um, so yes, uh, Fiona, I am so happy and delighted to be reunited with you. I have Me missed too. you immensely. And I would just love to know how you are. How was Christmas? Like, Fill me in what's been happening. Well, oh God, I had a COVID Christmas, which was fucking awful. Um, But I think a lot of people had the same. But actually, not to talk about COVID because it is so boring. I'm kind of glad that I got it now because when I flew back, when I flown back in, I've got to Dubai and everyone also has COVID. And even though it was a really shit time, um, Sean, who works with me, also got COVID around the same time. And we were both saying that we were quite lucky because it was kind of the time where work was very quiet. Now it's really picked up and it sucked to be that ill. I was so ill, Laura. Like literally, I was like a death store. It was awful. I got it really bad. Um, anyway, um, all really good. I've already got a date under my belt, which I put on Instagram. And actually, I so I haven't actually done that before. I haven't live updated on a date on Instagram. And the response that we got was so fucking hilarious. So many people's opinions, very interestingly, on who chooses what venue. What mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on it? Because okay, basically, just to recap for anyone that didn't see my stories, I went, we're going to talk about it in a second, but I went on a date with this guy and he chose the place, right? And it was near his house and it was basically less than desirable place to go for the date. And like, yeah. I would never have chosen it in a million years. Um, But like, actually it was kind of okay. It was a kind of okay for a first date because it was very casual and like, you know, it was fine in the end. You went to but, like an Irish bar, right? Yeah, like, like an Irish bar. Like, yeah, like it was cool. Not like it was yeah. yeah, it was it was totally fine, but it's not like, I mean, I would never have chosen there for a first day. It's not also like, it's not like the best place in the world. It's a very, do you know what? It was a very London place yeah. to go for a first date. But right. I also am a bit of a control freak and I like to either know where I'm going or like to be in control of where we go because it's not for anything. I genuinely just like to know because I want to plan my outfit. 
And also I wanted, I so, I hate leaving my house. I hate going out. And I feel like if I'm going to go out on a date, I want it to be somewhere nice and like, and that I feel like I haven't wasted my time. Now, a lot of people came back saying that actually, why don't you then just give the guy options of places that you'd kind of like to go or like give a description and be like, oh, how about this place? Which I really liked. Then this one girl messaged me today being like, if you choose the place, does that mean that you have to play or pay or split? And I was like, absolutely not. The guy's still paying. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are, and it's funny because I was having a conversation with uh, my friend recently and she went on a date with a guy and whilst in the planning stages, she had already got the ick because he was like, oh, no, no. I, don't really know, I don't really know where to go. Where do you think? Oh, you decide. And that really turned her off. And mm. she said, Laura, please, when you're next on the podcast, make it known that women are really turned on when a man takes ownership when a man leads and says right this is where we're going i'm going to pick you up at this time see you there now that works in theory if they are picking a great place but look what happened to you this guy was given the free reign to pick but he picked somewhere that you didn't like and consequently you were pissed off so do you know what it was it wasn't so much the place i didn't like i just found the the uh the low effort in which the place was picked he picked somewhere five minutes from his house yeah do you know what i mean we'll go into we're gonna go into the date bit what the giant did oh my god by the way i didn't think i ever just i never like recapped on the giant whatever we're not gonna go into it it's done and dusted but the giant did exactly that where he was like um how about rocker on no he was like how about sushi samba on this night i'm gonna come pick you up at this time and that was very sexy and like take control it turned out that he actually didn't know what the fuck he wanted and was a bit weird with me in the end and thought I was being super keen, even though he was the one that asked me out. But whatever, we move on. It's 2022. I, I personally am really, I have my interest piqued by a man that takes ownership. I clearly totally like agree. that forward thinking, man, you know, masculine energy, somebody that can make decisions. Given the fact that I'm the ultimate procrastinator, I hate making decisions. I really appreciate that. I feel like it's kind of, it anchors me a little bit. Um, and there's nothing sexier than somebody picking an amazing restaurant and saying, let's go. I sort of feel that Fiona in saying that, I'm operating on quite a superficial Dubai level that mm. I have definitely become accustomed <coughs> to. I am definitely t- trying to reintegrate into life outside of Dubai. I feel like that's a very Dubai thing to expect that level. While somebody doesn't have to whisk you off to your five-star restaurant, they have to at least try to make a little bit of an effort to... Completely. Placate your sensibilities insofar as you feel like they're doing something more than just grabbing a drink with you um, five minutes from their house or whatever. So I think it's quite a tangled one. I really appreciate somebody making an effort. But look at the giant who made the massive effort and then fucked off and was nowhere to be seen. My exactly. first date that I had with my boyfriend, we went for admittedly it was covid but we went for a walk in a local forest um and my mom made us a picnic with little china cups and wrapped up sandwiches so cute so however if it hadn't been covid and he would have made and he maybe would have made a less of an effort that probably would have turned me off but Mm. 
part of me just can't can't help but think is this like really superficial and I don't think so I think it also I think it also is a massive tell of who the person is yes the giant did then end up screwing himself over but I did enjoy the effort what's interesting about this so for those of you who do follow us on Instagram which I do hope is most of you I am also going on a we're going to discuss the date from the other night but I'm also then going on a date different guy with uh, tomorrow and he did something very interesting where he was like um you pick the place let's go somewhere with a view out then let's sit outside so he's given me like he's kind of gone why don't you pick the place so like you 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 we can go where you want but these are the kind of this is the vibe that I'm thinking which shows also like a bit of like not effort but it's more like um I, yeah you do whatever you want because I don't want to think about it it's like yeah you you choose I'm giving you permission like I'm not permission god that's so terrible but like I'm giving you the I'm giving Scope. you the, the yeah freedom the to pick to go to go and you, do that you yeah, pick no, wherever you want Fiona. to go but actually how about we go somewhere like outside with a view is a rom- basically him saying that like, let's go to a romantic place. It's not like he's saying to me, let's go to a scabby bar. Oh my god! Anyway, I have so many suggestions. By the way, we'll, well we're going to go to tr- we're going to Treehouse. So for any of you, well, this is what will come out already. Anyway, I'm going to do posts on it. I've decided that I'm going to start doing live updates on the dates. We won't talk about it, but we'll do the we'll we'll do some live updates because it is kind of fun. Actually, funnily, when I was younger. When I used to go on dates, I used to do... This is before voice notes, okay? So this was, like, a long time ago. I used to do live video diaries of my dates. <laughs> oh, my God. Just so my friends would be, like, disseminate with your friends. Yeah, so, okay, like, in the loo, enough. I'd be, like, video diary number one. I've got here. He's kind of hot. And then I'd be, like... And as the night went on, I would, like, read, look back. And there was one where, like, I'd gone back to his house. I hadn't slept with him, which was unusual for me. And I'd basically what happened was I'd, I don't know if I've told the story before, but basically gone back to his and I was so drunk. And like that day I'd got my eyelash extensions removed. Have I told this story before? I don't think so. Is this when somebody shoved his dick up your ass? Like in a no. very, <laughs> no? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor of this episode, The Golden Hour, my absolute favorite place to buy dresses, accessories, cohorts. They are perfect for a brunch because now in Dubai, we are now on a Monday to Friday work week. So we're now Saturday brunching, which is so weird. I've got my first Saturday brunch actually, this weekend and what's so great about the golden hour is they have a next day delivery if you are in dubai um they've got so many so many great things to start your new year with a bang they also ship worldwide laura there's a dress on here that i really want you to buy if you haven't already it's called the sun kissed shirt dress it is stunning i'm just looking at the picture on the instagram now it's kind of a mocha pinky hued super flattering shirt dress and you need this oh i love that oh do you know what i might buy that and i'm gonna buy that with our love bites 20 code which gets you 20 percent off we will put the link in our show notes love bites 20 for 20 percent off the our amazing sponsor the golden hour Suddenly enough, that story always sticks in my mind. Fiona being rammed up the arsehole unexpectedly. God, that was the most pain I've ever been in. <laughs> no, so not this that is, story. Not that story. So this, so basically, I, for, okay, so for anyone that has had eyelash extensions before, 
when you get them taken off after you've had them for a long time, you basically look like, I'm going to say a really geeky reference, but like Queen Elizabeth, as in not the current queen, the one before that, Queen Elizabeth, because she used to pluck out her eyelashes as like a fashion trend. I don't know if anyone knew that bit of history trivia, bit of Elizabethan trivia. Moving on. So basically, I had no, you have no eyelashes. So I'd gone back to his and I was so drunk. And this is my thought process. He was like, do you want to stay the night? And I was like, yes, I want to stay the night. And I was like, hang on a second. I've got eyelash extensions on. I'm going to remove all my makeup so that it he'll think that I'm naturally beautiful with my eyelash extensions. So I go into the bathroom, take off my strip lashes and start washing my face with this hand soap. And then I look up and I realize, one, hand soap is not the same as makeup remover. And two... No. I don't have any eyelashes, so I look like a mole rat. And I had, <laughs> mas- I had mascara all over my face and all over my eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, what, I'm going to have to do a runner. So I came back into his room, turned the light off, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to go. And he was like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to have to go. I'm just going to have to go. Grabbed my stuff, ran out of there. And then he lived in JBR. It's this like development in Dubai. It's very difficult to like, if you get stuck there, yeah, you get stuck yeah, there. It's like a maze. It's yeah. literally like, it's like a labyrinth. I then got into the labyrinth that was the car park and I could not get out. And this was like four in the morning. I had makeup all down my face. I was holding my heels. And then I finally got out and I started walking up the road and I got picked up by the police. They were like, uh, man, where literally like the police a police car because i was holding my heels with ma- mascara all over my face the police car like drove up next to me and was like are you okay and i was like oh yeah i'm just walking home and they were like where do you live and i was like um and then at the time i was living with my parents but ended up going back to my friends and it was fun and then that guy ghosted me but you know not surprised <laughs> things to take away from that firstly why do we give a fuck why do we give a fuck so intrinsically that you would dare to do a runner in the labyrinth that that is jbr just because you didn't have perfectly curated fucking eyelashes do you think that he gives a damn about your eyelashes he couldn't have given a flying fuck and secondly ladies if you choose to get fake eyelashes, do so knowing that when they come off, they will probably drag 95% of your own lashes. I have been there. You get into a vicious cycle. You then can't live your life without them because you've basically got bald eyelids, which isn't a great look, even by Victorian standards. So yes, uh, anyways... Dating saga updates, Fiona. I cannot okay. wait to. Let me I tell really, you. I really felt like I was there with you. So please, okay. for those of our listeners <clears throat> who didn't watch, fill us in what happened and how do things now stand. Okay, so in the last episode, I talked about this guy that I'd started speaking to, that the gym guy, the guy that I'd seen in the gym ages ago and thought he was hot and I thought he was sexy and I, I had the sex sense that I was going to sleep with him. Sex then me and him matched on hinge, we started chatting. We then were chatting for a really long time because I then had to stay in England a week longer because I got COVID and all this stuff. So within that time, me and him had some seriously filthy sex chat and it was clear that me and him were just going to have sex, which is totally fine, to be honest with you, because sometimes some guys are only good for that. But within that time, I've definitely, I had definitely built up a different, a person in my mind 
of who he was but I knew I was doing it so I kind of was like party to it it wasn't like I was totally disillusioned do you know what I mean yeah then he basically was like I live in JBC don't know if I want to give away too much anyway so he was like let's basically he was like I live in JBC let's go to this pub and he originally he'd originally suggested this other pub called Goose Island, which apparently is actually quite nice. So I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, then like on the day, he was like, oh, I'm actually I've been to Goose Island so much. Let's go to this other place called McFavities or McCavities or something. I said to him, and this is where I knew already that me and him were probably not gonna see eye to eye because I said McFavities sounds like a character from Cats the musical. Because, you know, McCavity, McCavity, you know. And he did not get it. <laughs> he was like, no, it's just an Irish pub. And I was like, dude, I literally gave you that joke on a plate. You could have had so, we could have had so much cat's banter. And he didn't okay, take fair enough. And I was like, come on. Anyway, so then like, whatever. So then I get there and it's in the fucking mall. So I'm like walking around this mall and I was just like, you know, when it's just like, oh God. Get there. It is a really annoying location, by the way. It's a it's weird like, location. Yeah, and also, it, it already when you have to walk through a mall to go on a date, you already feel, like, unsexy. I like yes, to walk through, I like, agree. a food court with, like, KFC. I was just like, oh, this is just, like, so not what I want. When I got there, like, the, the pub was okay. Like, it, if it hadn't been in the mall, it would have been fine. Anyway, whatever. So then I see, we get, we get there, I see him, and, like, oh, he's not as hot as I remembered. <laughs> because I think sometimes... Okay. Sometimes I think also I've built up a sexy guy in my head because I saw him working out in the gym. And as I said before, I personally find men watching men work out when they're really strong is really sexy. But put them in normal clothes, it kind of loses the fantasy a bit. It lo- he didn't he wasn't the fantasy that I imagined in my mind when I met him, which is fine. Like I I already knew this was a thing, but being around him like it was super comfortable I knew like I think that when we started chatting I was like first of all you and I are not on the same intellectual wavelength at all you are not intellectually stimulating me in any way but also I kind of knew that was probably going to be the case we had two two drinks Laura and then we were like let's go we were probably there for like less than an hour we go back to his house and we had a lot of sex. The sex was pretty good, to be fair. And for a first time, it was pretty fucking good. But it was one of those times where, like, you have sex with a person, and if we'd continue, if we continue having sex, it could get really, really good. But very much, that's all I want from him. Right. And following um, that, how has it been? Did you have a discussion, well, or are you so happy enough just to leave it there? Said- well, I don't know because like he's one of these people and I don't I don't know how to coin the expression for him, but I feel like he, the, some things he said, I felt like saying to him, he just sounds so uneducated about the world. He called, like he said, he he, met, he mentioned about, he said the he used the word psycho to describe like a girl. And I was like, don't, and I said to him, I was like, don't use that word because no girl is psycho. It's all about actually, maybe she just felt really insecure and she was behaving in a certain way. Maybe she wasn't made to feel in this. Cause like, if you say someone's psycho, you're gaslighting them. And then, and then don't, and then he, that's essentially what he did. He was like, oh, she was, I think he was mentioning about like this girl he knew or like, or his friend's ex or something. 
And um, he said, and I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, and also the reason why I'm maybe extra sensitive is because my ex, not my most recent ex, the one before, used to call me psycho and crazy all the time. And it was really gaslighty yeah. because actually yeah. he was just making me feel unloved. So I behaved in a quote unquote psycho way. And I didn't like that. Do you so know, I was do like, you know what, already... Fiona, that was probably a big trigger for you. And I also love that you're bringing this up because I think there's been a huge movement in like female empowerment, girls supporting girls, but truly at a at a very genuine and authentic level, whenever I hear anybody refer to a psycho woman, the first thing I think about, and also when I see this on social media, guys like on TikTok, Instagram, guys being like, oh, this crazy bitch psycho, whatever. And there is a fucking army of women yes. commenting, but why is she psycho? Because it, 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 it always stems from somewhere. What have you done? to make her act in such a way that she is quote-unquote psycho it, exactly. it doesn't start with the woman more often than not it starts with the action in the relationship or within the the you know the, the partner or the boyfriend or the, the hookup or whatever so I love the fact that you brought that up and it's something that we all need to be extremely conscious of when you're going on a first date with a guy and he's talking about a sec- psycho ex-girlfriend that to me is a red flag in itself I completely agree. And it really put me off, to be honest, because it just made me feel like, so if I do something that you don't like, you're going to call me a psycho? If I message you or, like, act keen, for example, if I was keen, you'd be like, oh, this girl's fucking psycho. And I was like, "Mm, already that for me is a big no-no. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. He also made a few comments, which I was like, okay, you have serious either insecurity issues, not to psychoanalyze him, but he's clearly an avoidant. And I think he has insecurity issues because he kept saying things like, um, we got in my car to go to his house and I driving like a crap, like Nissan Micro. You're basically driving a tin car. Yeah, I'm driving like the you're, tiniest you're dri- car You're ever. driving a washing machine around Dubai. I'm driving a toy car. And like, whatever, it's it's because it's like the cheapest one on the menu. It does and, um, the job. It does the job, whatever. And and he goes, because he was like, oh, I'm 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 having to rent a, a rent a car. And I was like, oh, rent, you should rent the one I've got because it's so cheap, you know, whatever, it just gets you from A to B. And he was like, oh yeah, I was thinking about Nissan Micro, but I feel like it's quite girly. And I was like, ooh, already you want to exert your masculinity, number one. Not to sound like an uber feminist, I'm not, we all know I'm not, but I was like, mm, okay. And then even when we were at his house, even like the fucking rug on his, on his, um, on his sofa, I was like, oh, this is nice. He's like, yeah, it's a bit girly, isn't it? And I was like, why are you genderizing your belongings? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you like it, Great. It's not like you've got like a groovy chick <laughs> duvet cover. <laughs> Forever friends. <laughs> Forever friends. Or like, you know, a Barbie dream house. Like, it's a fucking fluffy rug. And like, and just things like that. I was just like, oh my God. And also, okay, so then like, this is also nothing, which is very interesting. I found him very interesting because... I was picking these things up, which usually I think the old me probably would have ignored and not flagged them in my mind as red flags. I would have just like ignored it because I would have wanted him to validate me because I wanted to have sex with him for so long, where actually I didn't feel like I needed to be validated by this guy, which I was like, yes, girl. And then um, he said things which made me feel like he is someone that wants to be a fuckboy. Yeah, there are there are fuckboys like the barber, for example, 
in the past, not so much like in the second half of stuff with me and him, but in the first kind of half, he maybe have acted in like a fuckboy way, but I think it's because we didn't know each other and we weren't able to communicate with each other. So he, what he probably displayed a few fuckboy tendencies. Whereas this guy actively is trying to be a fuckboy, which means okay. that he's not a fuckboy and he's just someone who's insecure and he wants a girl to feel like he's not interested because he wants to feel like he is got loads of girls after him and that he's too good for me. But actually, all it shows is I think he was maybe feeling a little insecure. Sure. And that, That's my love, enough. is my psychoanalyst of him. So, And moving- do you know what? How amazing <clears throat> is that, Fiona, that you've reached this point where you can oh my kind God. of really, you know, almost like detach yourself. Obviously, I totally. am a big fan it was amazing. Of- you know, not identifying or whilst recognizing your thoughts and feelings, not, you know, acknowledging the fact that they're not part of you, you're something bigger, mm. bigger and greater. So whenever you were having those feelings straight away, you were able to detach yourself from them and be like, right, yes. things are different now. And, you know, I, I just love to hear that. And I think that's great. And this guy, um, maybe is insecure Dubai can make people very insecure both mm. male and female he works in the fitness industry so he he, he does work in the fitness he actually is yeah. A, yeah, works no, at the gym or just goes to the gym okay no, yeah. no, no, so he's, he's a, a PT he's a personal trainer he's PT yeah and, like, and I, while he, somebody he's... can be outwardly extremely confident make no mistake that outward confidence does not always align with inner self-esteem the two are very very different things so um you know i'm glad that you picked that up chances are i don't you know from what i understand this isn't something that's going to be brought into the future and fiona that is okay everything doesn't have to be long term every man does not have to be Mm. husband or boyfriend potential it is perfectly okay to enjoy something in the bloody moment completely and like i probably will see him again but i think it will take a while because i think that what i'm now and it's a very good experiment as well because i want to i want to see if my theory is right we didn't we didn't i left there and i was like this guy is now he's got so basically before we met up he was really hot on me like he was like messaging me all this stuff now because he's now I don't want to say was emotionally vulnerable because he wasn't. He was sexually vulnerable with me. We had sex and he got that side of things. Um, He now is going to play it cool because he does not want me to think that he's too into me because that would show too much of a vulnerability emotionally. Um, Because if he starts acting keen, whatever, I'm now going to think, oh my God, this guy really likes me. What he's doing now is putting me in a holding thing where he's like, I've now had sex with her, but I've got to back off because I don't want her to think that I'm too into her because that's no good. So now he's going to play it cool. We didn't speak yesterday. I then was like, do you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person. So I sent him a message, chatted for literally like five minutes today. And then I haven't replied to his last message. And I'll be really interested to see when I next hear from him. And I'm going to give it two weeks. I think I'll hear from him in two weeks and he'll ask me to come over and have sex. So let's see in two weeks time if I am correct. Because two weeks is like... Go ahead, darling. Two weeks, like, I think if he asks, I don't think he'll ask. Oh, yeah, that was it. We did have a conversation about seeing each other again. And this is what I didn't like also. Another thing I didn't like about it. 
I'd said, we talked about doing it again. And I was like, I'm happy to stay in because like really like I just want a casual thing. I don't need to go out with this guy or have a conversation with him. And um, I was like, well, I think I'm free on the weekend. And he was like, okay, no, well, let me see. And I was like, maybe Saturday. And I was thinking, I was more like thinking out. I was like, maybe Saturday. I also have brunch on Saturday, which I'd already mentioned to him. And then as I was leaving, I go, okay, well, maybe see you on Saturday. And he goes, um, I'm not promising anything. And I was like, what? I was like, oh my God. Oh, anyway, so I was off. like, I know, fuck off. Yeah, seriously, fuck off. So I basically was like, well, I have brunch actually. And he was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, so I now, I will be interested. I'm, we've had the conversation. He basically does not want to make a commitment. He even said to me, he was like, I'm a very last minute person. And I was like, well, I'm super chilled, like whatever. And so I'll be really interested. He will message me one night when he's at home. He hasn't had sex for like, I give it like two weeks because he's, you know, had his fill and he'll message me and be like come over and i'll probably be in bed asleep with a face mask on so what i would like to reiterate fiona what you're telling me screams of something and it's something that every single one of us need to take forward in 2022 whether you are looking for love in a relationship whatever if it's meant to be if this is going to be a healthy beautiful relationship it should not be difficult. It should not be from game playing and mind games. If even in the early stages that is taking place, you know deep down that long term this ain't the one for you. No. When it's meant to be, it is easy, it is peaceful, it is drama free. You will message back two seconds after receiving a message. You're not waiting for the mandatory two hour passing period and this also comes to your partner your you know if you're in a relationship now I have had enough of playing games and by playing games I mean sitting internalizing a frustration letting a problem a frustration a worry a feeling ruminate over and over and over and all of a sudden that feeling becomes a mood and before you know it that mood becomes a personality trait and you're five days deep into a sponsored silence as I call it. (laughs) Use your fucking words even if they come out unarticulately emotionally jumbled up just put your feelings out there and say I am feeling pissed off because I am feeling lonely or fearful or irritated because and you know that might just be because your partner is breathing too loudly it could be something a lot more serious but just put it out there and let that be like let that conversation be a a part of the solution how you're going to solve it nine times out of ten your partner may you know, be taken aback by your slightly erratic outburst. But you know what? That's when you guys work through things together and showing your vulnerability, you're able to get to the root cause of the problem. And here's the thing, Fiona, whenever you mentioned that psycho comment, you were triggered. I think everybody would be triggered. I think I was slightly, it really resonated with me because over Christmas and New Year, I did act like a psycho and I could feel myself acting completely unhinged like yourself I had a COVID Christmas I put so much pressure on to have the perfect Christmas the perfect new year 
And it didn't go to plan because I basically spent the whole period self-isolating and thinking I had COVID. And I don't want to keep talking about it. It's boring, but it's the reality of life. Back at home in the UK and Ireland, it's still very much like it's everywhere. So to cut a long story short, last Christmas, we had the worst Christmas of our lives as a family. Um, my sister got really sick and she's just come out and been very open about this on social media. So I now have her permission to talk about it. Um, she got really bad perinatal. Um, I would say it was a myriad of things, but I'm going to say OCD, anxiety, depression, you fucking name it. And my oh, sister God. was dragged to the pits of hell with her mental, um, her perinatal mental illness. And she actually had to go and check herself into a mother and baby mental health facility. And I cannot tell you the pride that I feel that my sister fucking did that because there was a lot of women people but most well obviously women perinatal suffering from mental health issues that suffer in silence and absolutely hellish things happen so that happened um and we were distanced she's been in Australia and we haven't seen her in years so she went through the worst time of her life on the other side of the world in COVID so we couldn't get to her as you can appreciate my mother went through what I can only describe as a fucking breakdown uh, because we were the worry that we had for my sister I cannot put into words I woke up in fits of panic and I genuinely didn't think I would see my sister again I'm going to leave it at that oh and God, just wow, take from that wow. what you will so this year my sister uh, sought help she went to a facility she is medicated uh, seeing therapists and now she is probably in the best mental health she has ever been in prior to this she never we have never been a family that have been uh, you know ravaged by mental health issues it just we always thought that was reserved for other people whilst we were sympathetic and empathetic that was something that was never bought to our door <clears throat> so this year my sister is fucking flourishing. She is blooming. She is inspiring people all over the world with her social media posts about how everything is temporary and these periods of awfulness will pass and, you know, she has emerged bigger and better than ever. So this was the Christmas that I wanted to make the best one. I wanted to make my mom the focus and the center of my attention I wanted to make everything so amazing because last year my mom was just in an awful state the pressure that I put on myself to have the best Christmas ever was crushed because everybody basically had to self-isolate and we were all completely distanced from each other in our respective homes so what resulted was me turning into an absolute psycho and I can claim that for myself and my partner was like listen Laura it's no big deal we're going to stay at home I'm going to cook us an amazing dinner and I was like I don't give a fuck about your dinner I don't give a fuck about any of this I just want to be up with my mom I just want to do this I want to make this family the most perfect Christmas ever and I could feel myself literally I was shaking with like frustration and I was saying things that didn't make sense and he was like okay so do you want to go up to your mum and potentially give her COVID and I was like yes I fucking do I would risk it just for this one day and as I said it I was like oh my god 
I've actually become some sort of festive dictator and what I've actually ended up doing is completely moving so far away from what Christmas and the festive period is all mm. about. So he, it was, we, we had a, probably one of our more serious disagreements or conversations rather. And he was just like, you know what? We're never going to agree on this. I think that you're acting in a really erratic fashion. And I was like, yes, I am. And then I unpacked it. I was like, I am acting in an irrational fashion. I know that I am, but I need to tell you why. It's not just Christmas dinner. It's last year. It's the trauma that my sister went through. It's the shittest year that we've been through as a family. And you know what? Yes, this year I wanted so much more. And that's why, as a result, I'm acting in this way. And then naturally we just softened each other and we're deeply understanding, deeply understanding of each other. Because of course I'm cognizant of the fact that he is so by the book, his job is so by the book and everything is dictated by protocol. And it would have been inherently wrong for me to let, have left this house. Um, and I just needed to see that. But yeah, that that was. Uh, I don't know where I was really going with that. I kind of I wanted think you to were just going really with it, that. <clears throat> I think you were psych, going with the psycho. It. The psycho thing was that. I think your point, Laura, is that. Yes, I don't want to use the word psycho, but I'm just there's quote unquote psycho, but there's always a reason why people yes. behave in that way, and to be yes. called something, in a way to describe you negatively with no. Uh, without any without compassion without yeah, considering exactly. the reasons is not okay like for then for you to act like that and for Fergal to go to all his friends and be like oh she was acting like a fucking psycho like that's not okay but what yeah. maybe the reframe which is why I always whenever a guy says it, or even if anyone says it the reframe should be like they were acting they acted out in a certain way because they were feeling low they were feeling you know, and I get it and I understand and, you know, so, how bad is so, that? So, Fiona, 100%, you have just completely reframed that as we should all be self-compassionate to ourselves and to other people. If somebody is acting like an asshole to you, within reason, give them a little bit of compassion and maybe, you know, consider why they're acting in such a way. And really, I took from that about not taking so much pressure on ourselves. Obviously, I'm referring to Christmas. It's a very topical and recent example, but not applying so much pressure to ourselves in the grand scheme of things, because for the majority, it doesn't work out that way. That's just life. That's God, God's plan. He, he like, you know, God laughs at people who make plans and I'm not like being overly godly or anything. And that was just a turn <laughs> of phrase. But, um, you know, be like practice self-compassion when things don't go exactly the way that you plan. Just fucking go with the flow instead of lambasting yourself for it not going exactly to your timeline and the way you want it executed, so on and so forth. So yes, that was I think a big, that, big learning curve for me, I have to say, Fiona, because it, that's I think so it, interesting. it tested us for sure. I think that's so interesting what you say about the planning thing. And this is like, actually, this is such a great conversation to have at the start of the new year, because I feel like that's something that I do a lot of the time. And I've, I do it less now, but I used to do this a lot in my past relation, both past relationships was I would 
<clears throat> create a plan and detail it so much in my life in my mind to perfection that if it didn't go to perfection I would get really disappointed and I've yeah. definitely changed and I have more of that attitude now for example the gym guy I'd built up almost the perfect situation in my mind because we were talking for so long but when he didn't go to plan I'm not upset about it because it's okay to have fantasies in your mind, but you've got to know that they are just like ideal fantasies in your mind because you'll always try and get the, have the best outcome because you're not like, I don't want to try and like think about the worst. You always try and think about the best outcome. And if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world either. It's okay. And like it can try be, and disconnect it, yourself. Yes, <clears throat> disconnect because it can be such a crushing feeling it's like crushing emotion and i find that like i just i just flipped out um so thank you for being understanding about that and not me and you know what as well like when I, when i use the word psycho i really don't want to offend anybody especially with what my sister has been through with mental illness fiona and i are not in any way trying to betray ourselves and or that word rather using it in a, in a negative connotation we're obviously just saying it to kind of portray that mood that we act in a really out of character way um just just to put that out there uh, just, so yes yeah, th- this I, christmas I feel like this christmas definitely tested us um i think it, i think I this christmas to, really i think this christmas tested media, everybody just everybody <clears throat> so many families weren't able to see i mean like fuck like we didn't even have christmas dinner because we were all feeling so ill so yeah. you know it was pretty shit I, t- but- I took my own advice though i actively remembered um i actively remembered our kind of 12 day 12 days of sex 12 days of sexmas <laughs> uh, yes i did and i um Obviously, one of the things that stuck in my mind about, um, you know, kind of giving each other gifts and stuff uh, for the relationship. So I didn't get him anything. I was meant to have a day out um, of shopping, but ended up having suspected COVID. I was so ill and I was naturally having to self-isolate. So I didn't buy him a single thing. Um, I bought him a Christmas card on Christmas Eve and he, um, so I didn't put that much pressure on myself I was like it is what it is and let that be so he said to me a couple of days before Christmas listen what do you want I love it that we leave it so last minute we're such procrastinators he said what do you want for Christmas and I was like you know what I think I would really benefit from like a couple of therapy sessions oh that's and he wonderful. was like yeah and he was like oh okay um okay sure yeah I'll get that for you and he didn't say anything more about it about 15 minutes later he was like so what would you actually speak to a therapist about and I was like well listen you know I've de- I've been very honest especially on I feel like this podcast is my vehicle to truly express how I'm feeling I wouldn't speak like this I wouldn't speak like this easily outside of the podcast and it's so odd because I know that people listen to this and people quite often come and discuss things that we have talked about but I don't truly ever think of people listening to this podcast so for me this is cathartic and I can get things off my chest so he probably doesn't know the true extent to what I've been feeling which has just been not great and 
definitely trying to readjust to life at home, reassimilate, trying to forge a new identity, balancing the grief of missing Dubai life and th- things not really going to plan the way I expected at home, despite having a great relationship, great friends, great family and great career prospects. But I've just been feeling a funk and I've just been feeling like a little bit heavy hearted. So he said to me, like, what would you discuss with the, the therapist? Um, And I kind of told him and he was like, right, right, right. OK. And you don't think you could discuss those things with me? And I was like, well, listen, I can talk to you so openly about so many things. And you are the most understanding, non-judgmental, amazing person. But I know that moving forward, if I don't address certain things, especially seeing what my sister went through, Fiona, mental health is not something that affects other people. This can be brought to anybody's door. And now I'm acutely aware of looking after my head even more than my physical health. Because without your head in the right place, everything else just goes to shit. Or you can walk around with the best body, looking the the, the most amazing way, driving the most fantastic car, living in the great house, having that amazing job or company. But if, if your mind is in the right place, you can just walk around feeling utter hopelessness and sadness. And I'm just not about that life in 2022. So... He has bought me a couple of therapy sessions, which I have not availed of so yet. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it next next week. And it was actually my friend Zoe who has been listening to us from day one. She's a great friend of mine and great like and a massive fan and supporter of Love Bites. And after one of our latest episodes, last episodes rather, she just messaged me and said, Laura, I feel like you uh, hearing how you're speaking and knowing who you are in real life I feel like you maybe just need to go and have a couple of sessions and she's a huge advocate of therapy and that I'm just taking ownership of this Fiona I'm taking ownership and I'm just getting a little bit of help um and I would encourage anybody who's going through anything similar to just like Honestly, I feel like we need to get on board with the like American system. Everybody has a shrink in America the same way they have a dentist or a window cleaner. And I feel like in the UK and Ireland especially, it's still quite a taboo subject. Although, thank God, there's a massive emergence of a mental health um, awareness, etc. But yeah, just go out there, like talk to people, drop us a freaking DM. Listen, if you're going through something and you... Uh, you feel like you can't talk to your friends, your family, you know, you don't have a therapist enlisted, drop us a DM. I would be more than happy to talk to anybody and just like help people work through things. The same way, Fiona, you have helped me do on so many occasions. Oh, and yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm just all about like 2022 being the year of just self-compassion, but also giving myself the kick up the arse I need to move positively forward in the right direction. Direction. completely <clears throat> and I think that's I think it's a nice note to end on of like things that we want to bring into 2022 for me I want to bring into 2022 a positive attitude with everything I feel like work and life for me are usually pretty positive but in relationships like I'm just going to go for it and I'm gonna just for me my number one thing in 2022 is to throw the fucking rule book out the window because I'm sick of people saying to me 
don't text him back or like don't sleep with him on the first day. I'm just gonna do whatever the hell I want because, and I'm gonna go out with as many guys as I want and I'm gonna do whatever I want because do you know what? The rules have not, have not rendered me any results. Not that I'm looking for a result, but they've never, nothing good has ever come from playing by the rules for me. So do you know what, I'm gonna stop doing it. And I'm just, I feel like even, even going on that date with that guy and like I knew it was just for sex and like just going, doing that, I felt so liberated because I'm like, do you know what? I didn't give a shit what anyone thought about. I didn't care if people thought it was slutty. I didn't care about anything. I just went and did it and I felt so good because I'm like, I just like, I did it for me and I didn't do it for anyone else. And I think that is, that is love it. Empowering and inspirational. And we all need to take a leaf out of Fiona's book. Fuck the rule book. Live your life for you. Other people's opinions are Live your life of for your you. business. And we are here exactly. for you. You know where to find us. Drop us a DM on Instagram. Love Bites Podcast underscore. We are here for you. We'll be here for you every single step of 2022. Fiona Wishford, I love you. And I we love, love you. everybody listening. And appreciate your support. You've been absolute fucking dotes over the last year and we look forward to just creating and building this amazing community of open-minded non-judgmental phenomenal human beings that is so true. and your dog agrees <laughs> my dog agrees anyway see you later see you later